Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's. Because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Are you tired of trying new hair remedies and TikTok recipes only to keep seeing excessive shedding and breakage? Say goodbye to the struggle and hello to Mayel's incredible sea moss collection. Superfood for your hair and scalp. Packed with 90% of the essential minerals your hair needs, this collection is a game changer. Experience maximum hair retention for all hair types. Embrace the beauty of healthy, nourished hair with Mayel's Seamoss Collection because your hair deserves liberation. From one queen to another, shop at Mayel.com, Walmart, or your local beauty store. Way up. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee. And y'all know I'm always trying to bring you information from sources who I feel like, listen, they tell you, have somebody smarter than you in the room in cases where you don't know everything. And that's why Rochelle Richie is here with me today. Thank you for joining me. Thank you, Angela. Thank you for having me. And I've been telling you this for years now. We've been wanting to do something together mm-hmm. because I do appreciate watching uh, your point of view on things, the information that you have. It is an election year. And I know they always say, you know, we got to vote. Our life depends on it. And this year is so important. Every year is important. But we do have a lot in the balance here. So um, you're a political strategist. You've worked, you know, at um, at the White House. On the Hill. On the Hill. That's what they call it. On the Hill. (laughs) You've worked on the Hill. You know, you've worked for Marilyn Mosby. You're a reporter. You do everything. So Mm -hmm. just let people know how you identify yourself, because I don't want to mess it up. No, you're okay. I I identify myself as a political commentator, freelance, that Mm -hmm. just likes to get the truth out to people. I did work for Marilyn Mosby. Um, She was a prosecutor in Baltimore during the Freddie Gray case. I served as a press secretary on the Hill, uh, on the Hill, uh, (laughs) for House Democrats. And, you know, I've worked uh, as a senior media advisor for Congress uh, members as well. And I just think that it's important that this election, like you said, it's critical. And I'll admit, Angela, I was one of those people that I was I was unsure. Who mm-hmm. am I voting for? You know what I mean? I wasn't clear. And part of it was because, and I think a lot of black people are looking at it like this too, I was looking at my money. Mm-hmm. And I was saying under a Trump presidency, I had a few more dollars on my paycheck. But I had to look at the bigger picture and say, but at what expense does Mm -hmm. that come? That comes at the expense of my freedom of choice. That comes at the expense of possibly being able to go to the polls and even vote. Because we see what's happening down in Georgia. When people are heading to the polls and and somebody gives them a bottle of water, Mm -hmm. the fact now that in Georgia you could be arrested for that is insane. And so even though I don't live in the state of Georgia right now, I still have to think about my people. Mm -hmm. And so- 
not just about your paycheck and a few extra dollars in your paycheck. It's about what are we giving up in order to have these few dollars extra. Exactly. And that's what a lot of black people are very concerned about right now with this. They're concerned about the economy. Everything is way too high. Inflation. And they feel like they were doing better under a Trump presidency. But understand this. During COVID, there was money coming out. You were being given checks. You were being given $2,000, $600 stimulus checks. You're not getting those checks anymore. Mm-hmm. So it feels like Biden's economy is not as strong as Donald Trump's economy was. But the fact is, is that Biden's not giving you any money. Right. Right. So it's easier to think that, oh, I was getting all this and that. There were PPP loans. All of this was coming <laughs> out. And I was doing much better. But it's not even necessarily with that, true. Right? Was that Donald Trump and the Republicans that wanted to give that money? No. From my understanding, they weren't the ones that signed no. up. No. Okay. A matter of fact, Donald Trump said that he would vote against the stimulus package mm-hmm. during COVID. He ultimately, obviously, turned around and voted for it. But let's look at and you- held up those checks so he could sign his name on it. Exactly. (laughs) And you have to think that in the House, you had 100, I think I think it was like 131 House Democrats that voted for the stimulus. You had some hundred plus Republicans that voted against Against it. it, Mm -hmm. Right. But want to take credit when people are excited. They take credit because they had a Republican president. Mm -hmm. And so I understand, especially when it comes to to black men, that is one of the that is the voting base that I think Democrats are really lacking on targeting uh, for this election. And they're very concerned about the economy. There is too much of a message coming from the Democratic Party that is focused on you know, fear and defeat, right? Where we need to be having a conversation where we are focused on hope and power. Because if we sit at home on our hands Mm -hmm. and we don't go out to the polls and vote, nothing changes. And I'm not here to tell anybody who to vote for. I just want people to vote. I want people to be informed voters, not emotional ones. And you know what's really hard about being an informed voter right now is there are so many different things coming at you, especially on social media. Just snippets Mm -hmm. of things and anybody could say anything or post something and you think it's true depending on where you're getting your news from and what you read. Well, the problem is people don't read. Mm -hmm. People read headlines. They don't read articles. You know what I mean? Um, They listen to podcasts. They don't go and read policy. They're not paying attention to the legislation that is being passed. And right now, You know, this election is very simple for me. I posted this on my social media. I said, this election is about a democracy and a dictatorship. And under that democracy, you have reproductive rights. You Mm -hmm. have voting rights. You have all these things. Which have been restricted. Right. Under a dictatorship, you have that restriction that you just mentioned. It's very simple. I think black people are looking for a black agenda. And there definitely needs to be one. But we as a people also need to be more clear on what exactly what what it is that we want. And I don't think that we've been clear enough. Now, on what that. are some things that we should be asking for or in your mind? Not that you speak Gosh. for everybody, <laughs> but for Rochelle Richie, what are some things that you're saying should be on the table? Well, I definitely think that we need to One of the big issues is immigration, right? Yes. And we are constantly hearing about, you know, Biden is failing on immigration. Well, the Republicans literally just voted against their own bill because (laughs) Trump told them to do so. Right. Um, And is that uh, partially also because they want to make sure that Democrats don't get credit for passing legislation when it comes to immigration? They want to make sure in some of these Democratic cities, mm -hmm. the mayors, the governors and states are looking bad. 
Yeah, it's all a political game. Because you're from Chicago. Yeah. So Chicago has its own. Yeah, and listen, politics. my cousins in Chicago are like, they're they're tired of it. Mm-hmm. They they are seeing these people come into their neighborhoods. They're seeing these people just sitting on buses because obviously it's freezing cold in Chicago, and they're tired of it. What I want to see is clear legislation, but I want to make sure that when it comes to immigration, the concern for black people is that these people are going to be taking our jobs. These and, people and are getting more homes. money. They're taking our homes, all of that. I want to make sure, fine, if you want to have this great immigration policy, you want to open the borders to everybody, cool. But make sure that the people that built this country on their backs for free are are still first in line. That is what I want to see. What happens with us is we get legislation, Angela, as black people, mm-hmm. right? But we don't follow up to see how has that legislation been beneficial? Has it had an impact on the changes that we need to see? So if we see a, you know, anti-police brutality uh, legislation come through, we need to be monitoring that bill to see is it having an impact federally mm-hmm. or locally? Because if not, we need to go back to the drawing board. We cannot be satisfied with just legislation coming through and saying, oh, it's all it's all good. Yeah, now because we can clearly, move on to the next. We have because to make, clearly yeah. it's not. Because we're still having the same issues, and that's because we don't have follow-up. Yeah, because even for myself as a New York City resident, I see all the issues that we're having right now with finding housing for migrants and also making sure they have food to eat and they're getting vouchers. But on the flip side of things, you know, housing is a huge issue here mm-hmm. in New York City, as it is, you know, across. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. The country, but this is a very crowded place. But I also know we have a black mayor, and I also know that 
you know, it's not easy to figure out what do you do with everybody because you can't just have people outside and they're busing people here. So it's not like they're just coming here on their own. People well, they're getting, busing people mm-hmm. here because the governor, Governor Abbott, I think, in, in Texas is like, look, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Bring him to you, New York. You've yeah. made a sanctuary city. You deal with it. And now we're sort of seeing what happens in Texas and we're experiencing that for ourselves without the resources, mm-hmm. really, to, to even handle and this. I don't know why anybody would come. If I was an immigrant, don't send me to Chicago. But it's they also too cold. Don't, you don't know what they're telling them, too. <laughs> right. You they know, don't know you where don't they're know going. What, what you're being told. They're telling you, get on this bus and we'll have a job for you. Yeah. And we'll have this. And so you're thinking, okay, amazing. That's what I'm here for. Like, I want to work. I want right. to do these things. And then it's when you get there, there's nowhere to go. What am I doing? Right. So I think immigration um, is obviously a, a major issue for black people. Um, we've heard the conversations around reparations. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's been more state focused now than than federally. I think federally, like, I, I don't know if it's even possible. But I also think that we want to make sure that our, our right to vote is obviously protected. But a woman's what, right to choose. A woman's right to choose. All of those things, right, are, are what we are sort of, sort of voting for or really voting for in this election. But one of the things that you and I talked about is there's got to be more responsibility when people get on this mic mm-hmm. and they talk about these issues and the and the digital platforms that are sharing political information. It cannot just be clickbait. Right. We have got to be more responsible. We have got to have people. It's okay if the host doesn't know as much about um, whatever is going on politically, right? It's not everybody's ministry. Right. But you need to make sure that you have people that are coming in and they understand the power of this mic and they're not red carpet activists. Okay. That are just doing this to get some clicks, to get some followers or whatever. They are doing this work every single day. And those people are out there. Maybe they don't have a million followers. Maybe they're not on national news and all of those platforms, but they are the grassroots people who are doing this work every single day not just when it's popular so why do you think that those aren't the people who are being more highlighted when it comes to media and mainstream news because they don't have the followers mm-hmm. that's okay. it all right it's literally Fair that enough. simple We're trying to go viral their digital currency is not as strong but the work they are doing is and i think if you have the right people in your team that can say listen they might only have a thousand followers or so but look at what they're doing in their communities. And, you know, this is not easy work. You even had situations where you were being threatened yeah. as a reporter as well. Yeah, absolutely. I went on to uh, Fox News, which I did quite often. I said something about Kanye West when he was on his Trump train. And a guy by the name of Caesar Syak had threatened um, to drown my body in the Everglades. And I actually had reported it to what is, I guess, formerly now known as Twitter. Mm-hmm. They didn't <laughs> and, think it was a credible and threat. And they didn't think it was a credible threat. Well, it turns out that Caesar Syak was the guy that was sending pipe bombs to politicians, to national networks, and everything. And then Twitter issued me an apology. This is not easy work. Mm-hmm. It's not fun. And there are people that are really putting their lives on the line every single day to do this, and they deserve to be heard. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, what, what responsibility should social media have because we see with Facebook things that have happened with the election with the advertising and the things that they run and then we see Elon Musk with X um, just so many different things and obviously Facebook also owns Instagram what should be happening as far as any legislation to control things being factual when they're posted 
That's hard because then you get into a sense of censorship. Mm -hmm. And I think we always have to be very careful about opening Pandora's box. We want to censor people when it's something that we don't like to hear. So, but then there could be a moment where there's something that you say that actually doesn't need to be heard. And someone's like, no, that's not, we don't want to hear that either. It's a very delicate um, situation. But I think that for black people in particular, because that black voters are, are my, my focus. I think for us in particular, the platforms where we get our news, you know, the, the popular, the shade rooms, the, the Jasmine brands, the spiritual worlds, the way up with Angela, mm-hmm. those places. I think that those places have to be where we are saying we're going to do a better. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. March is Women's History Month. Let's celebrate us. As women, we put our heart and soul into everything we do. Release the Pressure is here to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. The RTP Heart Health Squad will support you in protecting your mental health and overall well-being. I'm inviting you to help us get 100,000 black women to learn more about their heart health. Go to www.releasethepressure.org and take the pledge to prioritize your heart health. That's www.releasethepressure.org. You are valuable. Learn more about your heart health today. Better job at fact checking. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be a do a better and you job. You can even reach out. You're a media outlet. Yeah. You can reach out to get a firthand comment from a spokesperson. That's what, especially when it comes to politics, yeah. because people are spoke, literally yeah. just looking at the image. Yeah. And they're reading what the image says, and that's it. They're not going, they're not doing a deeper dive. You can tell them all day long, oh, link is in our, go to our website, link in on our page. Most people aren't going to click on that to read anything. Right. They're seeing that <laughs> that Sexy Red said that Trump, that the hood messes she with Trump because that. he gave <laughs> us all this money. It's not saying, well, true. However, he also voted against it. And Republicans also voted against it. But it was House Democrats that were the ones that were really pushing it through. That... That's fine. That's not shading sexy red, right? (laughs) But it's saying, like, let's inform her. Let's do a deeper. Right. Let's inform her so she's prepared 
when she goes onto these platforms that she is informed. Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this, because you we're talking about, like, your main concern is the black vote, right? And we want to make sure that people are getting the right information and also going out to make sure they're registered to vote, voting, being informed about who they're voting for. When people show these polls now, is that mm-hmm. something that we should pay attention to? Because I know it's still early for us to look at that, and a lot of times it doesn't correlate to what happens in reality. But when we're looking at these polls and what, what they're saying, is this the time to be looking at numbers? You know, those polls are so... People like to use polls. I mean, I'll admit it. I do it, too. I love to use the <laughs> polls and the stats because it makes me sound smarter and more informed. <laughs> but there's such a margin of error sometimes with them. And also, I think it was uh, when Obama was running for president, he was trailing behind. Everyone's thinking, like, oh, he's not going to win because he was trailing behind uh, Romney and uh, Newt Newt Gingrich mm-hmm. at the time. But he ended up winning. Right. Even though all the polls were saying, like, oh, he's trailing. There's no way it's going to happen. So I take those with a grain of salt. But I do think that right now there is, I'm going to use this percentage because I think it's pretty shocking, that, you know, 20% of black people were saying that if they voted today, they would vote for Trump. Now, what is this obsession with Trump? You got to explain this to me because, you know, know. I've been watching (laughs) everything that's been happening. He has this $355 million judgment now, um, you know, for for lying about Mm -hmm. his numbers, inflating his numbers, his fraud. And then in addition to that, um, everything with E.G. and Carol, which I feel like doesn't get talked about a whole lot, right? Uh, I feel like somebody with all of this shouldn't even be eligible to run for president. Well, that's what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in certain states they in, are, especially with Fanny. You know, mm-hmm. the district attorney. Uh, we'll Fannie talk Willis. about that in a second. Bonnie, <laughs> I always say Fonnie Willis. Um, <laughs> especially with her down down in Georgia. I think that Trump presents such a a realness to him. He's not trying to persuade. He's not trying to be anybody else than himself. And I think that there are some people that sort of appreciate that rawness. Um, that he delivers. I think they are somewhat also entertained by him. And when you look at all the court stuff that he's going through, some people kind of resonate with the system trying to bring you down and trying to keep you. I too did that. You know what I mean? So I think that's what it is. But I think that for a lot, it's money. It, It comes down to the economy. Democrats are still running this this and people also like the idea we of shall keeping, overcome campaign keeping, and keeping it's people not working. out of our keep closing the borders. People love that idea too, mm-hmm. and that and Trump brings that also, right? Yeah. Because they're seeing what's happening here. So for Trump, this is great that there's a lot of chaos when it comes yep. to uh, no legislation when it comes to immigration because it makes it look like he needs to come in and save the day, and he's going to be really tough on that. Yeah, and I and I think that's also one of the things that makes him attractive too, but. I, you know, I still think that we have to what I look at is I fear his supporters being emboldened by another one of his presidencies. And I'm talking about the January, January 6th right. type of reporter or uh, supporters. Those are the people that concern me. And I think another presidency, I think we will see more Charlottesville. I yeah. think we will they see were, more of that. It was definitely rampant and people yeah. felt very emboldened, like you said, to be outside and, and saying negative things and attacking black people and racist things. Yeah. DEI is under attack as well. Right. Mm-hmm. So we lose... I mean, think of the things that have happened. We've seen Roe v. Wade gone. Mm-hmm. Affirmative action, particularly when it comes to higher academic academia, 
gone. People think that these things can't happen. It's not just about Trump being elected into office. It's about who is he appointing to the courts, who is on his cabinet, who is going to be heading up some of these, the Department of Education, the Department of, of, of Defense, the DOJ. Who is going to be heading those things up? We cannot just think Trump, Biden. We have to look at who is his team. And also think about the fact that when you're voting for your members of Congress or your local officials, these people, some of these people are so scared of Trump, they'll do whatever he says. Right. Congress is supposed to be the, the, the ones that holds the president accountable. And if you have just a bunch of yes people to a man who was able to use his rhetoric to drive people to go into our cap, people die. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is scary and that is dangerous. And I'm not sure if that's worth an extra thousand dollars on my paycheck. Now, let's talk about Joe Biden since he is running again. And how would you rate his presidency? I mean, I'm bored. I mean, I can't I can't rate it in a way with, with numbers. As far as accomplishments, right? Because I feel like there's not enough discussion about what has been done. Everybody says he hasn't done anything. That's what the rhetoric is. But I want to be clear that that's not true. no. There- Mm-hmm. It's it's not true. He's actually created um, more jobs. The unemployment uh, numbers for black people in particular has gone down. I think that they don't do a better job at selling what they have done. I think they are. I, I think they're too quiet. I think a lot of the Democrats are way too quiet when it comes to the successes of the Biden administration right now. Trump is eating up the airways with all of his legal um, his legal issues, which is which is causing the networks to also focus more and more on Trump. That he's you selling hear, sneakers. He's doing that sneaker con. was the craziest. That was crazy to me. Right. The sneaker con thing was crazy. But um, I think but I think that the Biden administration or at least the campaign has hired. I, I don't know her name, so forgive me. But I, I know she's a, a black woman. They've hired someone to try to start and driving that messaging to, to black They should have did that like two years ago. They should have. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, honestly... Because I do feel like there's this, oh, he hasn't done anything. They promised this. It didn't happen. But people also, if you understand how the law, the legal system works and how legislation gets passed, it's not just up to the president. It's not. Yeah, at all. It's not. It's not just the executive branch. There's a lot of things at play here and a lot of things getting blocked. But when you look at it, I I actually focus very much so more on what's being taken away from us than what's being given to us. That's how I look at it. So when I mention Mm -hmm. Roe v. Wade, the affirmative action, the attacks on DEI, I'm looking at what is being taken away from me by the other party. And and so that's where my focus is. You know, I, I for me, I feel like I'm I'm more responsible for just my livelihood in general. But when you start taking away things that impact my livelihood, then that's when I'm like looking at that other party like mm, this might be be a better option because these are this this decision, this election is going to have generational a generational impact. This is not going to be just oh four years of Trump and we'll be okay right when he appoints people to the courts and when he has people if he has control of the Senate and the House and and the executive office, who knows what's going to come? What do you think will energize people to get up and vote and make sure that they're registered and make sure that they're informed? What are ways that that can happen? Because I feel like everyone's trying to figure that out right now. I think people have to look at very simple, like I said earlier, 
democracy, dictatorship. What do you get under democracy? What do you get under dictatorship? It's very, it's that simple. And if you're okay with someone who comes in and says on day one, I will be a dictator, then by all means, go vote for Trump. But if you still want to have choice in this country, if you don't want to be censored, if you want to be able to go to the polls and vote and be safe while doing it and Mm -hmm. not suffer any sort of legal repercussions because you gave somebody an umbrella because it was raining or whatever, then there you go. All right. Well, listen, I hope that, like I told you this before, I know you live in D.C., but mm-hmm. I'm hoping that you'll be able to come through as we're having this really um, huge election year. We always know it's always a critical time to make sure you're paying attention. But this year is super important. And I know they're like, oh, everybody says that. But it definitely is a critical time as we're watching. This feels like a movie that we're living in. I'm not going to lie. I will be sitting in front of the TV with my popcorn on Election <laughs> Day just waiting to see what's going to happen. Woo! Please, Lord, don't let my heart sink. Um, And lastly, I want to ask you, when people say that Joe Biden is too old, right, and, you know, he's suffering and they feel like he has dementia and things like that, what are your thoughts about that? You know, I I saw the press conference that he did where he was being asked about his age and, you know, remembering something about, you know, his son's death. And I just just found it to be very, um, very sad. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't think that his age discredits him. I think that until this man goes off and gives the nuclear codes to somebody, then we all need to calm down. It's okay. <laughs> now, there's also rumors, and so you can confirm or deny this, but I know that you know Michelle Obama. You've actually did a great interview with her um, some time ago, but they're saying that maybe she might run. You know, I have heard that as well. But she has always been adamant that she would not run for president of the United States. But it's a state of emergency. Right. (laughs) I think given the circumstances, it's kind of like, listen, you got to save the country. I think if I think if Michelle Michelle Obama ran for office, it's a slam dunk. Our first black woman president from Chicago. And do you know how many people? Oh, yeah. From (laughs) Chicago. Do you know how many people would be energized to vote? But you know what I realized from when Hillary Clinton ran also? People are so misogynistic. And they this, are, like, but they coming out never, for Michelle. But, but yeah, but it's just that I also do not discount that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? The fact that I think she is there. I think she's a Republicans party party's biggest fear is a Michelle Obama. You need to link candidacy. back up with her, Rochelle. I and, wish I could. It was so long ago when I interviewed <laughs> I her. That's, I got That's right, and that's why we got to remember time, our day ones. <laughs> at know? that time, she was just they were campaigning. This was right before <laughs> Barack uh, won, or President Obama. Let me be respectful. <laughs> Um, That's your boy. No, it's from Chicago. (laughs) Uh, When President Obama ran for office the the first time, I interviewed her. And that was before all that she is now. Right. Well, you know what? Let's hope that something like that could happen. But people do want to see other candidates. Hope. Yeah, hope. Yeah. Yeah. People do want to see other candidates. Um, There was a, I think it was the Wash, um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to quote a, an outlet, but there was a poll that showed that 70, 17% of black voters in particular wanted to vote for somebody else other than Biden or Trump. Who else would you like to, to see run? Um, hmm. I don't know. Besides Michelle Obama. Besides Michelle Obama. <laughs> well, I mentioned to you Hakeem Jeffries. Okay. I think, I think he's strong, but I don't think this is, I don't think this is it. Yeah. He's, and he also, I think, feels a, a big responsibility for- Right now. Yeah. yeah right now for um, his position exactly. as a speaker. Yeah. So mm-hmm. right now, not him, but I would definitely say in a couple of years, I could see possibly a Hakeem Jeffries. That's my congressman. I know. Okay, let's go. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. Well, Rochelle, where can people find you also? Um, Instagram at Rochelle Richie. Uh, where am I? Uh, X at Rochelle Richie. Okay. Everything's at Rochelle Richie. Good. We love that you have your your name available for you yes. to use. That's not a, that's not an easy thing to do. But no, I really do appreciate you. Like I said, I've always watched your work and I appreciate like the voice that you've had. You know, I remember you cut your hair. On, oh yeah, on television that was a big moment. Yeah, and I'm still. This is still my natural hair. <laughs> I said I told um, somebody I was like I'm going back to the roller wraps and the. <laughs> I'm, I'm going back to the '90s. Bro. I'm going back to that. No, but honestly, like, love to see your face and and to hear your voice and what you have to say because that's what we need. People who are informed, who know what's going on, and can pass that real information on to us just from your background, everything you've been doing, and um, yeah. So please come back and join me oh, like you know regularly, I will. anytime. All right, Rochelle Richie, guys. Thank you. Way up. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.